better shut up, Miss Elizabeth, or I'll put the Slim Jim in your mouth. Ooh, yeah, I'm trying to listen to the vinyl countdown, yeah? Toronto's best podcast about international events or diarrhea. Dig it! Hey there, we haven't gotten together to do a full vinyl countdown, so these are just some miscellaneous segments that I compiled. The first one is me and Craig walking to the store. Then the second one is me, Picard, and Langtree reviewing the new Superman movie. And then just so I'd have three segments, there's one of just me blabbing. Sorry it's so much me, but I don't know, I got the recorder, right? So, okay, so I hope you enjoy. Nice night out. Beautiful. So this is, I guess, I guess this is a new segment then, right? This is Coach's Corner on the road. Never done this before. I guess so. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't have to be Coach's Corner because generally Coach's Corner is specific health, for specific advice to life and and dating. Well, you were saying, all right. So just to catch everyone up, I've just been sitting around doing nothing. You've been drinking expensive scotch all night. Very, yes, very expensive scotch. And the more expensive the scotch is, let me tell you, that doesn't make it taste better. Because I was drinking the nine-dollar Laphroaig all night, the ten-year-old scotch, which is delicious and I love it. And then at the end of the night, the girl who hired me to DJ this party was like, you know what? Before you go, I'm just gonna I'm gonna order you the most expensive scotch they have, which was uh, an eighteen-year-old McCullen. So and double, double the oldness. Double the, but uh, way more expensive. Almost double the oldness. It was thirty-five dollars for one drink, and it had a hint of vomit <laughs> to the say, flavor. How many of the nine-dollar ones did you say you had? Like five, five of them. I had five. Of them. So you drank like is that how much? I drank that? like a hundred dollars almost. Well, it was forty-five plus thirty-five. Whatever, close to a hundred. So, uh, so, so eighteen-year-old scotch tastes like puke. Uh, a little bit. McCullen. 18-year-old McCullen <laughs> tastes like puke. I recommend Laphroaig, which doesn't... I don't think they have any that cost $35. Are you sure you didn't do the, the move where you puke in your own cup and then you drink it? And you didn't notice? That could, I don't think I'm that drunk. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong in your assessment, necessarily, but... Well, so, I don't think that happened. So you're saying the coach's corner general advice. Fake it till you make it, I think, was kind of what you were getting at. Act uh, like you're the shit. Is that what you were saying? Yeah, like, like just... If you just, yeah, basically fake it till you make it. If you act like you're better than everyone else, they're gonna think you're better than them. I was just giving girls looks like I didn't even need their phone numbers. <laughs> Which you kinda don't. I mean, things are going pretty well for you these no, days. No, well that's the thing, I don't, I don't need their phone numbers. So it's easy for me, it's not even faking it, I guess, at this point. And I didn't get any phone numbers. But I still left the night feeling good about myself because I know I don't need them. But, uh, so I guess this doesn't help people who do need phone numbers. I was gonna say, I just stayed home all day and uploaded uh, the Vinyl Countdown cartoon about is Sloppy it, Joel. Is it complete? Yeah, it's all done, it's all up. Oh, so, so in a way, I gave less fucks than anyone. I wasn't even at parties and stuff. Yeah. I was just like, I don't need the world. But that's, is that taking it too far? <laughs> No. <laughs> no, that's perfect. That's exactly what I'm saying. Just like, if you act like you're better than everyone else, no matter what your goals are, 
you'll still feel good about yourself. I wonder though, I still think you gotta have a certain swag, swagger, you know, that you have from DJing and stuff. Cause like, I think like, what's that, what was that jerk off's name? I always forget his name. Uh, Michael News? <laughs> yeah. I don't, you kind of think like he was trying to do that and he just came off as the world's biggest idiot. Yeah. What was his swag though? Like I have a blog? Like what uh, what yeah, fucking rap right. does he have? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't true. mean to toot my own horn and be like I'm a DJ and I'm a big deal, but like I'm Michael News and I have a blog, don't you know who I am? No. Because everyone fucking has a blog. Like I guess that's sorry right. if I haven't read yours, dick bag. I guess that's Dick Weed. I'm bringing dick weed back. <laughs> it's like I, I guess that at work. I wouldn't I mean I'm not the coach. Lord knows. <laughs> but yeah, I guess I wouldn't recommend just uh trying to act awesome to any, everyone because people like him it just oh. turns into a disaster okay so maybe what i've said is been misinterpreted i don't mean when you're talking to people act like you're better than them right i just mean when you're like looking at people just the bef before you've talked to them just the look in your eyes and the the just feel like you're better than them right when you're talking to them you should still be like humble and like appreciate any compliments that they give you and whatnot don't be uh, as a certain Michael News might say, don't you know who I am? Yeah, what a douche <laughs> But I was thinking too that it really is like there's such a it's such a dumb little thing in our monkey brains, but it totally is true that you you want to feel like you're winning, you know? Like I even find like if girls kind of blow me off, then I'm like interesting. Where if they're just <laughs> like, hey, let's just let's just do stuff and it's easy, I'm like, yeah, hey, but that's just easy. I'm just gonna stay home and draw cartoons <laughs> what but you gotta feel a little good about that just being that you have the choice to say fuck off yeah that's true you but know I, what? Mean, I don't even need food i gotta have a pizza in the fridge oh yeah i'm still gonna get food because well, we're here just since we're here yeah <laughs> all right so continuing our road trip we just got snack foods yep hungry man barbecue fiesta something so I remember what I wanted to ask you about, and it kind of relates to uh, coach advice, mm. is that uh, when you were all drunken a week or two ago, on your Twitter, you were talking about how you were at this party full of annoying nerds. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'd mm. like to hear more about that, just because you were hating I believe, so hard. <laughs> I believe my tweet was, uh, now that I'm hanging out with a bunch of weird introverts, I realize that I'm not one anymore. Right. Yeah, it was just so... Was it like people from work or how? No, it was uh, so my, well, I guess we can go into a bit of a story here. Sure. My friend Miriam uh, decided to get married to her boyfriend, not because of love specifically. I mean, I guess she loves him or whatever, but he's from Brazil and you know, he wants to stay in the country and be able to continue working legally in the country. So she loves him enough to want to keep him in Canada. That's love. Yeah, that yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, like I'm not saying it's a totally illegitimate wedding. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a total sham. It's just a little shammy. It's a, yeah, exactly. It's a gray area. <laughs> um, and so she had three DJs. She had me and then her two friends, uh, Andrew and Danny. And they're, they're amateurs. They're hobby DJs by their own admission. I'm not putting them down that sense. But just they were so like weird and hard to talk to like yeah it's one of those things too with anybody who's just a pain in the ass like that like i don't know i'm not getting uh like like i think i'm learning more about how to deal with people like that or why they're that way but i also don't want to deal with them more at the same amount like i feel like i, I understand it more and i just have no time for it and <laughs> it's like when when i first got to the party which is when i tweeted uh that 
it was weird and awkward and I was carrying the conversation between all of them. When we all got drunk, it was fine. We were all hanging out and laughing and having a good time and I had a super awesome blast DJing with them. But yeah, just before the drinking started, I don't know, like I, it was a whole like week and a half ago and I drink a lot, so. <laughs> it's a little blurry now. It's a little blurry at this point. But, so I can't remember specific quotes, but it was just... Well, even just conversation rhythm is a huge part of it, where like, both, both sides of it, like if someone talks way too much, it just makes you want to kill yourself. But if someone doesn't talk enough, then it's awful too, because like you're saying, like you're holding up the whole thing, and it's like, yeah. why are we even fucking talking then? Why don't I just go home? Well, it was, it, I really got the impression, especially this guy Danny, who picked me up and gave me a ride to the party, he was, you could tell he was trying extra hard to like make conversation and he talked about himself a lot, but not out of like self-confidence, out of like, I need to make conversation, so I'm just gonna say everything that I know about myself. Right. So, uh, yeah, there's not too much to that. It was just like, I'm glad I'm not one of those weirdos. Like in high school, I was totally one of those weirdos and just didn't know how to have conversations with people, but now, you know, I'm DJing, I'm at the bar all the time. and You know, it really just, is, like, I remember back, uh, you know, if we've rewind six, eight months ago, when uh, you were on EI and you're like, I'm going to try to make a go of it as a DJ. And it's like, that's a bold plan, but that's really hard to do. And then at the same time, you got a job and tons of DJ work. I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah. Two yeah, the, jobs. The DJ, I got two jobs. <laughs> just a pilot. Bumbleclat. <laughs> I read me Brandon. I got two jobs. I'm the hardest working candy in town. <laughs> yeah, it's weird that all the DJ work has come in as I got like full-time employment. Like I made, the, uh, without going into numbers, I made in one night working tonight almost as much as, much as one of my whole like two-week paychecks. And how much of that uh, whiskey did you pay for, scotch? None of it. Yeah, so <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Which brings it even closer to one of my paychecks, I guess. Man, that's great. Drinking almost $100 in scotch. You know, it's one thing though with the like talking and trying to converse with people, blah, blah, blah. I think this is really good advice, but I think the best advice I've heard lately about dating and stuff is not to try to make yourself be more interesting, just be interested in other people and that makes you seem, yeah. you know, but, but then I'm like, oh, fuck though, I don't want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, talk, I mean, I guess this is a cliche, but talk to them, not at them. Right. And don't be ashamed of being sexually attracted to someone. Right. Like, I didn't get the chance to say it to this girl, uh, Stephanie, who works with my friend uh, that I was doing the party for tonight. I didn't get the chance to say it to her, but two and a half years ago, we were at Nuit Blanche together, and she bought me a hot dog, and I was like, all right, I owe you a hot dog. And that's been going on for two and a half years. And I'm, not still, I'm still not letting go of that. Don't be afraid to play the long game. Right. Even maybe, if it's two and a half years, don't give up. Maybe she'll get your hot dog. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I do. Fucking cock. Yeah, my, <laughs> my dick. <laughs> what you're saying. But I mean, there's still a chance that, because I showed up and I haven't seen her in like two years. And uh, she was like, hey, long time no see. And I was like, hey, I think I still owe you a hot dog. And she was like, yeah, I think you're right. So, I mean, there's still something possibly that could happen. But what I'm saying, I suppose, is like, I didn't get the chance to talk to her too much tonight because she had to leave early. But if I just said to her, let's go get that hot dog, 
Or if you want, we can bypass the hot dog and insert euphemism about sausage and buns here. And that would have been fine. Women know that they're sexy and that we want to have sex with them. What's wrong with being sexy? Exactly. That was a spinal tap quote or something in my mouth. <laughs> All right, so well, that was uh, people like to people like these weird episodes that have dumb weird segments. So this will be a weird segment in a future episode. Yeah, we can throw it in the middle or at the end or at the beginning. Cool. So now we're home. We did it. Hope we we did it. I'm gonna make me a hungry man. Nice. All right, bitch cake. Have a slice. join me for some pre-movie pre-show? Sure. All right. I'm excited as shit. <laughs> really? Not for the movie, but because, uh, I don't know, just this mall was pretty cool. Yorkdale Mall, never been. I'm like, I've been to some malls in my time. This is a nice mall. But what made all the difference is that we're sitting on the edge, so there's no people in my way, so I can just go to the bathroom whenever I want. So I went and got a giant ice cap from Tim Hortons, and that's so full of sugar and caffeine, I'm going to have a good time. <laughs> It really, it really makes all the difference from like trying to not drink too much before I go to a movie and like trying to be all responsible by my dumb bladder. This is the opposite, just hedonism. Just, I'm just gonna get all crazy. That's good. This tea costs you twenty-two dollars, so know, you might right? as well enjoy it. So that's the other thing. So this is why I'm here. Is uh, Langtree and Picard were like, hey, we're going to go see Superman in 3D, and I was like, oh, that's okay. And they're like, but it's D-box seating. And I was like, okay, tell me what that is. Because no, no one on earth, I gotta look it up. Like, I wonder how many theaters even have this, because no one I've asked knows what it is. All the cinema uh, places do now. Really? Yeah. Because, uh, so what it is, we got these three rows of special colored seats. Like, we're clearly the elite. And, uh, and they. reserved right on them. Yeah, and they, they shake, I guess. I wonder if you can hear that. Hold on. No, of course you can't hear that, but right now I can, uh, <laughs> I can change the level that my seat moves. So it's going to be like one of those rides where the screen shows stuff and then it tilts around. They had a Back to the Future one at Universal Studios. It was awesome. Yeah, I it was it. really good. Now, I assume though Except this... if you sit in the back row of that ride, you smash your head against that... <laughs> really? Yeah, it's terrible. I went on it twice. We did it the front row the first time. And then my parents were like, no, we don't get to sit in the front row again. Let someone else have the front. Oh, that's... And all of us had like sore he like headaches afterwards because we bashed our heads against the back the that entire is, time. I would never even have thought that. I mean, you're only on vacation once in a while, right? You yeah. take what you get, you, you take it Talk all. To other people. Exactly. They can have their own, they can worry about their own vacation. Yeah. It's weirdly nice to your parents. I disapprove of that. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's a good policy. So, uh, but, but I, I can't imagine how this is really going to be good. Because, except for when Superman is flying around, there's no way this could possibly make sense in the con Like, it's not like they made a movie with this in mind. Like, there's not like any explosions or stuff, like, it'll probably vibrate <laughs> during that. <laughs> it would be awesome, though, if they did 
like you know when they put shots in a 3D movie because they know it's going to look good in 3D. So in this one, they just have a lot of stuff where people are in a shaky chair for some reason <laughs> in a building when an earthquake goes Someone's off. Someone's just playing bass the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. So, but basically, it was so much nonsense. It's like we're going to 3D. Is this IMAX? Sorry, not no. no. But 3D D box. Yorkdale Mall. I was like, that's you said so many dumb things at the end of that that I'm in. Like, I gotta see what this is like. It's like when you go to the supermarket and it's a new, a new product, and you're like, this won't last, but I gotta try it now. Yeah. Now, let's not ruin this movie for anyone else with our our cynicism. But Superman, am I right? Yeah, he's kind of lame. Yeah. What's the deal with that guy? He's too good. Like, just don't be such a good douche. Be like. Batman, like an angry douche. To be fair though, have you not seen approximately 3,000 episodes of Smallville? Yes. <laughs> and at Superman least. is the least interesting character in the show. Lex Luthor is the only character in that show who's any good. And at least back then he doesn't have all his powers, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's still... He's learning his powers, yeah. Because that was the only time I kind of liked Superman. There was this one comic series, I can't remember who did it, John Byrne or Matt Wagner or someone, but it was about what it's really like to be Superman. Like, if he's not always focusing he just sees through the earth like he's got to be all coiled up and tense all the time just to hmm. live with all these little brittle people because he's invincible like yeah. if he loses it for a second everyone dies and that was interesting but they never deal with that well in smallville like his dad wouldn't let him play football because like if he even just lets his guard down for one second he's gonna kill someone playing football yeah i mean that's the reality yeah like, he could be kind of a that's where that movie did you ever see that will smith movie where he played the alcoholic yeah and it ended up being shitty but i thought it could have been cool because that's what it would be like to be superman like if nothing would ever matter because no one can hurt you you just turn into a weird mess yeah. i thought that was such a good idea but then that movie was fucking dumb yeah, because they, he was in love with some dumb other bitch. And yeah. they're together, he their was powers. Also a superhero. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, I mean, if I was Superman, I mean, I'm not even close to Superman, and I can't control my powers. <laughs> Whatever powers I have, I use for terrorism. If I was Superman, you know? <laughs> Emotional terrorism, that's all I got. Yeah. But if I could do physical terrorism, can you imagine? Like, Superman would just be a nightmare. Yeah, well, if I was Superman, I'd rule the entire planet. Like yeah, everyone. Seriously. It's the only thing that makes sense. So maybe they'll uh, deal with all these issues in this film, but probably not. No. Probably he'll get thrown through a lot of buildings. <laughs> I was wondering about these buildings in these towns. Like, what's the insurance like on that? Like, do you have a whole city just covered for a hole in the 80th floor of your building? Yeah, there's got to be, like, part of you that if you're a mayor or something, you're like, Superman, like, honestly, would you go somewhere else? <laughs> like, yeah. the number of things that you save us from is really not counterbalanced by how much you wreck everything all the time. Plus, super villains come there because you're there. Like, get out of here. <laughs> so, well, we'll see what this one. We'll see like. how it goes. What do, what, Langtree, what do you think? What are your thoughts before I turn this off? Are you expecting much? No, I've never been interested in Superman. So, we made John Edgar feel bad today. I think how much we all hate Superman. <laughs> he loves him so much. <laughs> well, he, he thinks the best captain is Captain Janeway, so he has a dumb view of the world. Oh, what? Yeah, exactly. Oh well. <laughs> Like, how do you respect his opinions after that? <laughs> All right, so we'll check in after the movie, which we will most likely spoil. So if you don't want that to happen, you know, skip ahead. Um, update. What is that called, that game? Time play. I always see Brad do it whenever I go to movies with him, and I don't have a smartphone. I don't know what this is. I just ignore it whenever it comes on. But then he's playing it. Anyway, yeah, you answer trivia questions. And uh, Picard just won. He just mm -hmm. won in the theater. First place. I believe it was Jennifer that yeah, won. Yeah, he did win under the name Jennifer, too.
Rob's question is this, Carl, it's specifically to you. Carl, if you could have a superpower, like Superman, what would your superpower be? Can I suggest consciousness? <laughs> yeah. Can I have the power of thought? Remember, you've already got opposable thumbs. <laughs> so that, cross that one off the list. <laughs> oh, go on, Carl. There are so many to choose from. Telepathy, x-ray vision. Flight. Invisibility. Choose it wisely. Strength. Intelligence. But, but why have I been picked? Oh, for, for God's <laughs> sake! No, no, but I'm just saying... It's say, Rob's question no, for no, you. But I'd just say, does anyone else want this? Or... Do you know what I mean? Oh, no, what, just, do you, what because, do you wish you no, could do that's no, impossible, because, is the question, no, because, or uh, uh, out of... What? Because, what do you mean? Because with that comes a responsibility, is what <laughs> With I'm enormous saying. power does come great responsibility. So, would it... W well, would you like spidey senses? Is that what you're saying? Uh, would you like some senses? Would you like some sense? The power of sense? Um... Come on, Carl. You know what these superheroes because they can, they can. I know, but it always they, they're never they... happy, are they? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Spider-Man wanted to tell that girl that he had he could climb walls and that. He's like, I can't. Superman didn't never tell Lewis and that. <laughs> Who's Lewis? Who's Lewis? Who's Lewis? Yeah. Uh, it's just a pen pal, of Superman. <laughs> His little secret chum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Superman. Hello, Lewis. What are you doing? Uh, uh, Superman. Uh, uh, who are you? I can't tell you, Lewis. Yeah. Brilliant. You know, Hulk. He wasn't happy. <laughs> so... But you're being allowed to choose the superpower. You mm. don't have to get it forced upon you like the Hulk. <laughs> Hulk, he wasn't happy. <laughs> it's true. He's got a theme. <laughs> he has got a theme. There's not many happy superheroes, but are there? But leaving aside the superheroes you're already aware of, yeah. what superpower would you have? And every time I do this, I totally think this was such a good idea for a movie review site. It's just I was way ahead of my time. <laughs> just way ahead. Come come over closer. Hang out, yo. This is exactly what we used to do back in New Brunswick. Just go to a movie, except I had a little, like, dictaphone with a little cassette yeah. tape, which was retarded. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, because this is, like, the truest movie review. You just got out of the movie. You don't have time to think about it. And I'm going to say, first half I liked, second half, so boring. It's like when there's so much action that you just can't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, I, I, it's the best Superman movie I've ever seen. Yeah, I'll give it that. That's not saying a lot, but... Like, the first half of it, when they're setting things up, yeah. I just, it was kind of neat, like, oh, so the atmosphere, instead of pieces of kryptonite around and shit, I'm like, and I like the part where he had stubble and he was just traveling from town to town. Mm -hmm. That could be a whole movie, like an indie superhero movie. Yeah. That was, uh, that was my favorite part. No, I think I liked it. The, the battle stuff is ridiculous, because... That city is a write-off. Yeah. Just everyone move out. Yeah. Well, I said to Picard, like, when at the end he's all worried because Zod's going to zap, like, three fucking people, and then he has to kill Zod, and he's like, no, he's killed, like, 10,000 people already. There's yeah. a 9-11 every 30 seconds in that movie. I, I do like that they had him kill someone, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> because, like, that's the whole thing. Superman's such a fucking lame hero because he never does. 
what needs to be done and he can do it easily. I gotta say, I seriously question Kevin Costner's decision to just die in a tornado. Yeah, I would so not. Ridiculous. I don't care. You go if my over dad, here. Yeah. You're Superman. Go save everybody. Like, don't yeah. let him go and get the even dog. If, even if, yeah, like he ran out and just, just kept his dad protected, yeah, yeah. and no one would have saw what happened. They're just like, oh, it was crazy. We lived somehow. Uh -huh. Yeah, and first of all, fuck the dog. <laughs> yeah, that too. That's an important point. <laughs> Your dad died saving the dog. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't care if my dad was like, no, don't. I'd be like, well, I don't get along with my dad, but I'd still like be like, fuck that. You don't tell me what to do, old man. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those things too, like that movie it was a little kind of ham-fisted and corny and stuff, but yeah. I kind of didn't care because I'm like, whatever, it's Superman. It's for, if I was 13, I would have loved it. But, Shut up. But I think the exact point where it was a little too much and then I just never was quite into it again was when he's talking to Zod and Zod's like, we're going to take over the earth and he sinks in a pile of skulls. No! I mean, it's like, you remember Terminator 2 when they show the apocalypse and you're like, fuck, this was just like, all right, that's silly. Yeah. That's, come on. <laughs> so you just you just drowned in a pile of skulls. And I just felt like after that, like, you just, there was not going to be any more surprises. Because I'm just waiting for the movie to end. It's like, all right, so now they fight a bunch for an hour. Yeah. So ridiculous. Like, well, also, just I move. <laughs> yeah. And Superman, yeah. get off the spider. You're trouble. You bring trouble. Yeah, I don't think they would be so accepting. It's true. The whole thing was his fault. I mean, not his fault, but it was because of him. I mean, like... Yeah, he activated the emergency beacon. And he, now he's like, don't worry, though. No one else is coming. Like, we don't know that. Fuck you. Yeah, if anything has been proven, it's that things will come. Yeah, I was also a little disappointed, just with all the fighting stuff, that... Like, I really like Zack Snyder movies. I like his weird style, like... Comic nerds complained about Watchmen that he made it too flashy, but I thought it was cool. Like, why not? But he didn't really do any of that stuff that he usually does. Like, you know, he would do the uh, the slow mo and then the speed up and all that silly shit. Yeah. Like, I can see why he doesn't want to just get stuck as the guy who does that. But it's a lot more fun to watch. This was just like. Yeah. Well, the la the last fight scene, it was just like you couldn't tell who was punching who. Yeah, it was. So and fast. who went through what building? <laughs> yeah, I want to know. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And if you're Superman, grab him, throw him somewhere you can fight. Right. Like in an open field or something. Like, don't... So well, I'll use this building to gr grind his face along it all the way up. <laughs> and like flying through the air. I don't know, I'm good, thanks. Um, flying through the air, punching him while flying. <laughs> it's just so silly. And then Zod grabs his cape and spins Spins him around, around. yeah. <laughs> Flings him. I did but like the part on. where like the floor is falling up beneath him and he just sits there and, and he's hovering all right. of a sudden. Well, that's one thing too is like they uh, kept cutting back to uh, you know the people from the Daily Planet to try to give it that human angle like you give a fuck. And it made yeah, me think of um, Avengers, very similar ending with the uh, city going crazy. And you know it's a big franchise movie and nothing's going to happen to any of these characters. But remember in Avengers there's that one moment where Iron Man has taken the bomb into the other dimension. And just for a second you're like, what if Iron Man died? Like you know he won't but you think it for a second. And this never had anything like that. Like you never think anything bad's going to actually happen. Did you like that Jimmy Olsen was that dumb bitch who got trapped under the building? Is that who that is? Yep. I was wondering why they kept going back to her so yeah, much. That's Jimmy Olsen. Well. And Perry White's black, <laughs> which is interesting. I like that the, the, uh, the, the end there where the, the fucking army chick is like, I think he's kind of hot. And the general is like, he is. I blow him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing too. It's like almost 
like he was I guess it's like with Batman Begins it was better until he dressed up like Batman yeah. it felt the same way about this where when he was just like big weird shirtless drifter and I was like yeah that guy's strong and cool and then he puts on his Superman suit and I mean he has to I guess but are those his real muscles I don't know like crazy they're, right yeah they're those really round like cartoon muscles not like bulked up like Maybe, any probably. other actor but they were like those rounded I don't know balloon I, strong suit kind of muscles were they though did they for 300 did they CGN muscles I, I, I think they uh, airbrushed um, oh, abs on them I maybe think is what they that. did for that one totally yeah it could be like shading and stuff yeah the shirt Highlighted has like to make it rounder. dirt rubbed on it just to get the muscles yeah like, yeah right. they're all like airbrushed shirts yeah Oh, also, I get some of those. <laughs> yeah, just, like, just keep do that thing where you lift up all the time to show your abs. Just lift your shirt up when chicks walk by. Yeah, that Spanish youngsters do. <laughs> Sounds hey, like a mommy. good plan. <laughs> oh yeah, I also love too because it's clearly my favorite part of the movie. But when he is just drifting from town to town, that song they played—that's a Chris Cornell solo song from the single soundtrack from that old movie from like 1991. I love that song, and I'm like, that's the perfect song. That's so good. Never got as good as that again. That was my favorite part. Like, I, I would love to see that, like a quirky little a prequel? emo indie drama, but about a Superman-type guy who just can, every time he loses his temper, he's got to move because he just fucking wrecked shit. What are you doing? Looking all weird at me. Sorry. All right, all right I so, really have to pee, so. Well, but wait, 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 one last thing. What did y'all think of the D-Box? It was alright. Yeah, it was okay. It was weird at first, but then like you sort of don't even notice yeah, it after a bit. It's, it's not worth it. Like 3D yeah. and everything. I can do without any of it. Yeah, it, uh, well, I guess what it really was was like a rumble, like for a controller, yeah. Yeah, for a video yeah, game. Yeah. Is really what it was like. And the like. seats did tilt a bit when he was flying, but other than mm -hmm. that, yeah. I actually turned it down at first. Oh, did you? Because yeah, I, I was like, what the fuck? But then about you know, a third of the way in, I was like, ah, I just turn it up. Who cares? Yeah, I don't know. All it made me think is that I would love to have massage chairs in the theater. Because yeah. that would have been so much better. Maybe when D-Box fails, you can see if you can buy... <laughs> buy all the seats and just yeah, reprogram like, when it. Yeah, because it was really rumbly or really fighting. I was like, oh, this actually feels kind of nice. <laughs> all right, so Man okay. of Steel, okay, okay, yeah, okay. B yeah. minus. I'd give it maybe a six or a seven out of ten. Oh, there you really? Go. That seems. Well, I don't know. I don't six. Know. I, I would guess. never watch it again. Yeah, I would probably. I feel like I shouldn't because that's what happened to me with the last Superman. I was like, that was okay, and then I watched it again, and I was like, wait, no, it wasn't. So yeah, yeah no watching that. it again. Yeah, I would never watch it. All right. I'm going to run inside. Excellent. Bitch cake, grab a slice. Hey, it's Keith. Oh, was that too loud? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> All right, I just uh, coming back from Superman, and I got a little high with, <clears throat> and I got a little high before I left, and uh, I don't have a very strong tolerance, so it's still sort of there, even though I'm done with the subway. I was finding. Uh, I had some podcasts to listen to. 
was finding them hard to focus on. So it's like, I should do a, I like these little, these occasional vinyl countdowns that are segments, different segments. Seems like three is a nice number and I might only have two. I'm not sure what's in my slush folder. So I thought while I was sitting on the train, I would come up with some ideas so I could just record a quick third segment. Alright, so let's see what notes I came up with. Uh, this first one I feel is a good one, is uh, since I had just smoked weed and there were hot girls in the subway car. I was thinking like, wouldn't it be better if strip clubs could be weed clubs instead of alcohol clubs? I feel like it'd be a whole different vibe. And you could just kind of, not that you don't have a nice time in a strip club, but I feel like if you smoked up in there, then you could have a genuinely nice time. Just like, yeah, cool. Lap dance, give me another one. Give me three. Let's just hang out in, <laughs> in the strip club. But drinking, yeah, like drinking is just, it's a whole different vibe. I mean... Obviously, this is obvious. Everyone has always said this forever. But yeah, it's uh, definitely a different... Well, I mean, I can... Uh, I don't go to strip clubs that much, so I think uh, I haven't bred nearly enough familiarity for it to be comfortable. <laughs> so, so even though I'm drinking, I'm alert and aware. But I mean, with booze in general, you just... Uh, the whole mindset is... Cut all that, just cut to this. You know, with booze, it's just that, like, laser focus, like... Aggression feeling, at least for me. Now, I guess some people get happier and nicer when they're drunk, but... I don't know, it's definitely more of a weird, cold calculating, like, I'm in a room. A room full of titties. I don't know, and then there is no end to that calculation. <laughs> just, just with weed, you wouldn't even be calculating. Just be like, hey, this is fun. Okay, here's the thing that happened to me and Craig yesterday. You know what, I should wait. I'm going to wait till Craig is on to tell that story. Uh, okay, let's wrap this up. I just wanted to say about Superman that... Much like the last Superman, like, you know, like, okay, Superman, he's basically invincible. But, oh no, some kryptonite. Kryptonite got him. Whoa, just got a text from Rayanne. Remember the guy I went on a date with in Newfoundland? He found the podcast and emailed too big for a butthole at gmail.com about it. So, yeah, if anyone who hasn't heard, the bitch cake podcast it's already spreading infamy and hurt around the world <laughs> okay so with superman i mean in that last movie they had a whole island made out of kryptonite just to show like this is this is gonna be really hard like not just hard but like real hard for superman to do this but all he does is grimaces just an extra a little extra grimace in there, some grunting. Oh, he did it. He still did it. 
And this movie was exactly the same, except instead of kryptonite, it was the differing atmospheres. But like, once you get close to that terraforming machine, won't that atmosphere make you weaker? And he's like, I guess it will, but we'll just go do it anyway. And he flies through it and he grimaces some. Ooh, it's harder to fly. This air seems harder to fly through somehow. Yeah, I did it. I'm good. I got through. Fucking Superman. Oh, and the last thing, I haven't had a chance to test this out, but if it works, it's fucking amazing. There was an article on Cracked about weird home remedies. One of them is if you have a sore throat, eat a marshmallow. And then I did some follow-up research and it works for some people, it doesn't work for others, but the people it does work for, it seems crazy. They're like, I just started eating, I ate like two or three marshmallows and my, my throat just started hurting less. So uh, if that's true, that's fucking great. So next time your throat hurts, think of, think of this podcast, think of a marshmallow, see if it works. Okay, now I took a weird route home. Dovercourt and Doosan. I don't know where that is, but I'll figure it out. Thanks for listening. Bitch cake, grab a slice. Oh, and of course, if you haven't heard it, Mike and Joel's new show, The Tenth Dimension, has also debuted. First episode is at vinylcountdown.ca. If you didn't hear it, go listen to that, because it's fucking funny. And also, fuck you. Thank you. Countdown.ca